Welcome to Train Like a Champion. In this week's episode, Pastors Chris and Liz Sarno talk about how to have an attitude like a champion. Just like a GPS needs an address to get you somewhere, your mindset determines your destination and how quickly you can get there. Now it's time to train like a champion. Well, hi guys, we're back again. Episode number six. Six. To our first season. Love it. This is going great. I just like being around you. Well, I mean, I'm pretty great to be around. Just kidding. I like being around you too. I think I kind of got a thing for you. Really? Good to know. Good to know. It's getting spicy. Getting spicy in here. We're not talking about marriage today. That would have been a good one. We could talk about marriage if you want. Attitude. Attitude. Of a champion. Today we're talking about attitude of a champion. This is going to work. Attitude of a champion. It's going to be like marriage because you know what? You got to have a good marriage. You're going to have to have a good attitude. You have to have an attitude. Um, of a champion. Yes. You know, every champion I've ever yes. seen, I think about like, who was the who was the guy, Muhammad Ali? He had an attitude like, I'm just, a, I'm just gonna win. Yeah. No matter what. Every great athlete. Yeah. Never thinks they're gonna lose. Come never. On. They get, they could be down. No, they don't. They could be down no. and they still think they're gonna yeah. come back and win. Yeah, they think like, they don't ever stop hustling. Like you can watch guys like, you know, I don't know who you like, but if you could watch, like, Michael Jordan had that whole, um, uh, I can't think of the name of it right now, but they did the whole series on him mm-hmm. about how he was. I mean, even practice was intense. Yeah. Everything's intense. Everything's winning. You know, as much as I don't want to give Tom Brady any kudos because we don't really like the New England Patriots, praise the Lord. But, he, but if you're a Patriots fan, just keep keep subscribing to our podcast yes, anyway. Yes, we love you. We, we love, love you. you. We got them in the church. I'm trying to convert them. It doesn't work. All right. But anyway. He's a champion. Mm-hmm. He thinks with a different mentality. He, you know, it's funny. I, my, my roommate in Bible school, I'm not the greatest golfer in the world, obviously, but I'm decent. But when I would play with him because he had the mentality of a better player, I play better. Mm-hmm. So when you get around the attitude of a winner, you start thinking you can win. Yeah. That is one of the greatest things. And I thought about something that's funny when I just said this. I was playing baseball, and by no means was I great at that. I was all right. I was the best guy on the team. That goes to show you how good the team was. So this is when you were little, right? Little. Okay. And we went to the best. I went from the worst team in the league Uh for like the year I was there to moving up, and I went to the best team in the league. And I never forget what the guy said. It's what? 40 years, years ago. I never forget what he said. I could see my, I could see me in the moment right now. Okay. He said, gentlemen, I got, I got, I went from the Reds to the Yankees and I thought I was in heaven. And he said, gentlemen, he said, we are going to practice every Saturday for four hours. And they had won championships. They were just, they were winners. I came from these bozos. We didn't practice at all. Right. And when he said we got to practice for four hours, I was like, this guy's crazy. Uh huh. This is going to take my whole Saturday. I don't even want to play. This guy, what is wrong with these people? It's a different, a winner has a champion attitude is different than it's the Caleb and Joshua. It's the Moses of the world. It's the Jesus of the world. It just is a different mentality than the norm. And it's going to tweak your flesh a little bit Mm -hmm. because it's going to make you go beyond the ordinary to become extraordinary. Yeah. 
That's what's going to take. It is, but you have to have that attitude. Yeah, you do. That you're a champion no matter what. You have to carry yourself like you're a champion. You have to walk into a situation like you belong there, yeah. even if you think you well, don't. Well, like you said the other day, you got to see yourself as a champion before you get there. That's right. You have to you have to determine that you're a champion and and understand that. Um, I think sometimes you know when you go through things in life that it, it can affect your attitude. Yes. You know, it can it can begin to wear you down a little bit. You deal with situations. You may have started out like a champion yeah. and then you know, you're you feel like you've been in a boxing match for like you keep getting hit. But you want to know what how you many rounds? I don't know much about boxing. How many rounds is boxing? 12 rounds. Someone can lose 11 rounds of boxing and come back in that 12th round and knock someone out and be declared the champion. Yeah. Right. But sometimes it's like if you if you're going through life, you might feel like you've been in a boxing match and yeah. round one, you don't feel like you won. Come on. Round two, you definitely don't feel like you're a champion. Sure. Round three, you're not looking like anything like a champion, you know, and you go on all these rounds. But if you can make it to the last round and you still get the attitude that I don't really care if this is the last round and I've lost every round up to now. I'm still a champion and I'm still going to win. And you muster up something on the inside of you that, that allows you to knock out whatever it is that's coming against you. Yeah. And so you have to maintain that attitude. But sometimes it's hard when you're in the middle of a, of a trial or you're in the so middle I, of a situation. So how do, you, how do you do it? I think you have to really like kind of do a reset on your attitude. You have to be able to look at yourself and say, okay. you know, I, I've told this story before. I, I told it in a, my devotional, right? About a season that of life that I had that was really overwhelming. And it was just a lot. And I found my attitude was really starting to suffer. And I started, you know, I was, I was working a lot. It was just so much pressure, so much stress. My attitude was really starting to suffer. I was, didn't have any joy. I was just stressed out. I was just overwhelmed. I was just like completely messed up. And I just felt like, and every time something happened, I'd be like, oh, great. Here comes another thing. That was my attitude was, and, and I'll never forget that I, we were getting ready to go somewhere and I had just felt like I had been beat up. I felt like I was in round maybe 10 and that I'd been beaten up every single round. And I go out to my car and I turn the, I, well, I didn't turn the key. I pushed the button to start the car and nothing. The car didn't work. I was like, what the heck? And of course I'm grumbling, I'm complaining. I'm yeah, like, what sure. the heck? This is, my attitude was not the attitude of a champion for sure. And I was like, this is ridiculous. We take it to the mechanic and they said, somehow someone, something animal has crawled up and chewed oh, through yeah, the gas yeah, line. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he said, but why don't you call your insurance company? So yeah. I'm so mad. I'm like, oh, great. Like I have time to call the insurance company and I'm, I'm just, I'm just grumbling. I'm complaining. My attitude stinks. And when I called the insurance company, I called and the guy said, oh yeah, this is covered. This is vandalism by woodland creature. Wow. He literally said, he said those words, this is vandalism by woodland creature. And I stopped everything I was doing and I started laughing. And I, in that moment, I hard reset my attitude because I was like, you know what? If the enemy is working so hard to come against me that now he is sending woodland creatures to do his bidding, I must be on the right track. Like so it. instead of having an attitude of defeat 
and frustration and just of being overwhelmed. I was like, yeah, that's it. Well, I'm done. It. it gave me the fresh shot I needed to come in and do my knockout in the 12th I round. Love it. So you have to take a minute and reset your attitude yeah. sometimes and say, you know what? My attitude is good. I'm going to have an attitude here. And, and yeah. really, I think the most powerful thing with an attitude of a champion, it's not it's not just about thinking you're a winner. It's about every area of your life. You have to have, and this is going to sound so cliche, so forgive me. You have to have an attitude of gratitude. You do. When you can shift your attitude to one of being grateful, turning your have tos into get tos. It's good. It, that resets your whole attitude. So good. I have to go. How often do we say, I have to go to the store and yeah. get the milk. Yeah. I have to go pick yeah. up my kids today. Yeah. I yeah. have to go to work. I have to do this. You want to know what? Get you you get to go to the store. You have money in your bank account mm -hmm. to go buy your groceries. You get to go pick up your kids from school. I know, Mom, maybe you've been the chauffeur for the past two years. But you know what? There's some ladies who would give anything to be in your shoes. Mm -hmm. I get to go pick up my kids. My kids are healthy and playing sports sports and doing all these things. I get to be there for them. Oh, I That's get good. to go to work. I have a great job. I get. And when you begin to shift your attitude from a have to to a get to, and you reset that attitude, it changes your perspective on everything. Because all of a sudden you just, you don't think you're not getting grumpy thinking yeah. like you just made that video with Gigi before this started, right? Like, yeah. You're like, oh, she's grumpy all the time, you know, like, and she was grumpy and being grumpy. But you have to change your attitude. You have to yeah. choose to reset your attitude and change the way that you're thinking about everything mm -hmm. and make a choice because you cannot, you're not responsible for anything in life. You cannot control what happens to you. You cannot control situations as yeah. hard as we try. I got you. But the only thing that we can control is our response yeah, to what absolutely. happens to us. Absolutely. It was funny. I was thinking when you were talking, I remember I was in Bible school. <clears throat> got saved in 94, go to Bible school in 97. I never forgot that we lived in an apartment, you know, me and my roommate. And the apartment was upstairs. So you kind of did like, you know, you, you kind of come, you know, down the one landing, you hit the other thing, kind of makes a turn, go down another landing. And one day I kind of felt like, you know, it was early. It was like first month there. And I think because, you know, everything that was going on, it was tweaking my attitude. You know what I mean? It's like, I got to go here. I got to go do all this. You know, you kind of get a little weird. And I never, I, I mean, I could see it as vivid as today. And the Lord, I got, I walked down and I got in my car to go drive to school. And the Lord said, what, 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 what changed today? Because I just had this kind of like, you know, this was, I was just cloudy for a minute, you know? Mm -hmm. And he goes, what changed? And I'm like, what do you mean? And I really felt like he was trying to get me to track it. I said, same same apartment, same steps, same car, same drive, same school, different information, but same routine. And he goes, what changed? And I go, nothing. He goes, he goes your attitude changed. Mm. And I never forget what the Lord spoke to me. He said this, he said, listen, I sent my son to the cross to die, to give you love, to give you joy, mm -hmm. to give you peace, to give you long suffering, to give you kindness, to give you goodness, to give you gentleness, and to give you self-control. I died, he died to give you the fruit and the gift of that fruit in your life each and every day. Mm. And now it's gotta be a choice you make every day to take that fruit, no matter what you're seeing, 
because you do not have to be moved by what's happening around you Mm -hmm. if you make the choice to develop in what he gave you. Right. And I'm telling you that day, I never had a, that's 97. I never had a blue Monday, a bad Wednesday, a silly third. I don't care. I'm going to wake up and force myself to be the same guy every single day. Mm -hmm. Not because of what's going on around me, but because who's living in me. Right. And that's what it comes down to to me. Your attitude is not determined by your experiences. Absolutely. Your attitude is not determined by the pain you walk through. I mean, you, 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 you should talk about that, like the development of a leader that is strong. You know, the, I will ask, I'll ask you that question and be good to help the people, but that's what changed my life. And I was like, no, I'm going to be, and I was funny. I was talking to somebody yesterday and I said, I don't care what day it is. I'm going to be the same guy. Yeah. I'm not going to be grumpy. I mean, everybody goes through a little bit like, you know, you're tired or you're fresh or something, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, pendulum and off the deep end. You know what I mean? Because you got to realize he died to give us those fruits of the spirit. If you don't take them, that's on you. Right. So don't allow the arena of what you're walking through to determine your response because when you need to lean into those things that God gave you and you'll see life through a whole different perspective and it is you know what I mean it's it's you find the joy in it like you said find the praise of praise and find the joy even in the middle of it and you know like sometimes you can do that like something like I don't know I mean something spills at the house or something you know blows up all of us get mad and yeah. you're like but now you're just like Okay. You know, you're like, what am I going to do? Could have been worth had him. Well, mop, had like, him off the floor anyway. But might as well you do look at like this. Over. You know, it's like it's kind of. But think about it like it. this. Think about it like this. Like if your kids drop a glass of milk, on oh, the floor, yeah. you're yelling at them. You're like, if the neighbor kid comes over and drops a glass of milk, you're like, oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's no problem. Yeah. Right. It's the yeah. same situation, but you responded differently because based on who it was in the room. Exactly. And so your attitude is basically your response to any situation. I, I think one of the big things too is this, and that's what I was going to ask you was the key to a great leader. And you know where I'm leaning with that. You know what I mean? The leadership opportunity I'm going to have you share. Because I think a lot of people think, well, when all my problems are gone, then I can have a good attitude. Mm-hmm. When all my life's working great, I'm going to have a good attitude. Right. When everything's great, mm-hmm. when everything's good, like the woodland creature, this is not, oh God. No, no, it's not the absence of problems. It's not the absence of trouble. 100%. And it's not the absence of pain. That's going to give me a good attitude. It's that even in the midst of all that stuff, I'm going to keep a good attitude. I'm going to keep a good attitude. So what's the key leadership thing that I'm leading you into that you need to share? Because this is huge. Because let me tell you, I think Christians get sold this bill of goods. I Everything's going to be rosy. I ain't no rosies. There ain't no roses. There's thorns. Yeah. And you got to walk through some bleeding. You do. I'm trying to figure out which leadership principle you're trying to get me to talk. Oh, yeah. You know, and and we'll give him credit. Sam Chan said this. He said he looked at different leaders throughout. I thought that's where you're going, but then I had the other leadership thing. I'm like, wait, which one? But um, Sam Chan said this. He wrote a book about a phenomenal book. You should read it. It's called Leadership Pain. Um, You can get it on Amazon. We need to interview Oh, I'd love to. Sam Chan, if you can come on our podcast, it'd be awesome. But um, he read a book that really transformed my life because he said he he looked, he looked interviewed all of these great leaders, these great ministers, people who had huge churches, all of this. And he said there yeah. was one common denominator between all of these leaders. It was not their charisma. It was not their the, the amount of resources that they had. It wasn't is, a good speakers amazing. they had. Like, we're talking about... 
read the book and you'll see all their names because he puts them in there. Huge leaders. He said the common denominator between all of those people was the level of pain that they had walked to prior to being where they were at. That's a, that's, so that, you, that is insane. And so he think said about this, what, yeah. Think about that. Like overexpound on that because people need to hear that. So the greatness of the leader was not based upon the mega church, the mega money, uh-huh. the mega dream, the right. mega build. It was the common core the common denominator between all of these great leaders was the level of pain that they had been able to endure and overcome before wow. they got to where they were at wow. some of them had been betrayed some of them had experienced great loss some of them had wow. like there was all these things that they had walked through whether it was so i'm going to say this if you walk through that level you have to keep you have to learn how to maintain a great maintain attitude. a great attitude in getting through there and we'll talk about like in, in a future podcast we'll talk about forgiving and all that stuff yeah. but i think you have to understand like your response to a situation is your attitude and when everything is going great and your attitude is great, that doesn't mean you have a good attitude. It just means you haven't been tested yet. But if you're in a negative situation. That's that's really good. You need to say it again. Yeah. Well, basically, I, I don't, let me think how I just said it. Because sometimes you just say stuff. and you yeah. know, I just said basically, like if, if everything is going it, great for you. You have a good attitude. You have a good you attitude. But that doesn't yet. mean that you have a good attitude. It just no, you means just you haven't been tested, been tested yet. yet. Because what happens when you get pushed a little? Well, so when, when you get when pressure a little? Shows when up. the pressure shows up, do you break under the pressure? Does your attitude change because that's really your attitude then you your pressure, attitude in the pressure, pressure test. is is where it's at and if you have negative things going on yeah your attitude can shift your mentality and can carry you and allow the peace of god to come in and give oh, you yeah. greater access and greater way to overcome if you have positive things going yeah. on and you have a negative attitude it magnifies and makes those situations worse well, you've seen that you know when you it's all about perspective Mm-hmm. You know, because if like if, if if you come in and think with a bad, well, okay, you ever been in a room with? A, I I said this: the number one creative killer in a meeting is bad attitude. Oh yeah, oh it's yeah. It's like everybody wants to go to the moon, and you're sitting there like, you know, I don't we think can. we can go. Yeah. This thing, blah, blah blah. You know, attitude, attitude is altitude. You know what I mean? And I know those are cliches, but it's true. Nothing's going to rise beyond the attitude of the room. That's you correct. Know, who's Maxwell calls it the lid, right? The law of the lid. The mm-hmm. lid. That lid's there, man. If you've got a ceiling in this room, you can't go no higher unless you blow you the roof off. That's and right. I think attitude creates that lid in a lot of areas in people's lives. Like, you know, nothing good happens for me and it won't. You know, I don't have, you know, you and, and you know, does it, is it a, I think it's a faith move too, because it's like, it's your belief system. Right. We just talked about that last week. So if you've got a bad attitude, it's your system of beliefs. Your system of beliefs now is governed by your attitude. That's emotional response. So let me pause you right there for a minute and we'll continue this content in the bonus section over on YouTube. So if you're not subscribed on YouTube, hop on over there to get the bonus part. But you know, each week we like to leave you, let me just leave you with a a recap. An attitude of a champion means that no matter what is going on around you, you are keeping consistent and staying consistent and having a positive attitude that the whole world can be blowing up around you but that your attitude is staying positive and that you're turning negative situations into positive situations and you're not allowing the circumstances of what you're walking through to affect who you are as a person and you keep your attitude right so i have an uh, our champion challenge for the week and this is the champion Champion challenge Challenge. the champion challenge for this week is a shirt that says that your champion challenge is this Turn your have-tos into get-tos this week. Mm. 
this week, do not say, I have to do anything. And if you do, recorrect and say, no, I get to. I get to kiss and my I, husband. I love it. It's going to be great. Oh, you're going to say get, all week? That's exactly what I was going to say. So so you, that's your champion challenge. Turn your have tos into get tos. This week, only say, I get to do this. I get to go to the store. I get to pick up my kids. I get to go to work. I get to do this. I get to do that. And make it a get to rather than a have to. And watch at the end of the week yeah. how much your attitude will have shifted. And that is how you have an attitude like a champion. Thank you for listening to the Train Like a Champion podcast today. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating, follow us on social media, and share it with someone who you think would enjoy it. Be sure to come back next week as we continue to learn how to train like a champion.